How do you start a podcast? Not sure. How do you? Hello, hello, hello. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest podcast you've ever heard in your entire life. Humbly. Humbly. Humbly speaking, Humbly. this is speaking. the it greatest is. podcast. Yeah. Take two because recording equipment is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we got about five minutes in? Five minutes yeah. in and it was all garbage anyway. So how are you doing, John? <laughs> doing great. Uh <laughs> So excited, so excited to be, to be here again. Uh, we're just going to introduce our guest right away. Um, Sandy Wilhelm is, is, is here with us today. How are you doing, Sandy? I'm doing very well. That's good. So so happy to, to have you on. Uh, you actually approached me um, after Mass or before Mass, one of these last couple weekends, and that takes a lot of, a lot of guts to, to go out of your way and to be in a position to tell your story, and really appreciate that, really appreciate having you on. And to want to hang out with us, and to want to hang out, yeah. maybe and maybe you don't want to hang out with us. That's just, true. We For just an hour, sent, I can. <laughs> we yeah. just sent the microphone home and with you, and just <laughs> said, "Record this on your own time. It's fine." Um, so, John, it's it is officially October. It's it's October. It's fall. It, I got my pumpkin spice latte you here. Yeah. I'm white girling it up today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at seven o'clock at night, you're drinking that. Uh, October is the greatest month to be uh, to be a white girl for sure. Yeah, got the pumpkin spice latte, Ugg boots <laughs> out, flannel, stealing your husband's flannels. That's that's the season. Does that happen for you a lot? It does. Yeah, always. Yeah. It's it's endearing. Yeah, no, it's, it's I don't endearing. I don't yeah. mind. I have plenty of flannel. She can she can steal. It's fine. She looks uh, cute in it, so I don't know. All right, yeah, it's comfortable. I I'm not in a position to agree or disagree with <laughs> you. So, Lori, <laughs> uh, for listening, if you are listening, I'm not sure. If you are. Uh, Keep taking the flannel. Football's here. Football's in its golden yeah. uh, period because in September, like you've got these illusions of grandeur, especially if you're a Packers fan, um, for the last twenty years. Uh, you're like nervous for the beginning of the year, and it's not the end of the year where you're nervous because they may or may not make the playoffs. But like, it's just like football is just good in October. And those first four games, I feel like, are just like kind of set the tone, right? You're like, all right, now we're quarter of the way through the season, kind of breathe a little bit, you know get through the first month healthy so sure. now we're into month two and yeah it's exciting halloween's great i love the ambiance of halloween yeah i think it's the candles is it the candles what's your favorite mm-hmm. scent of candles uh oh so uh graced which is here in manitowoc mm-hmm. has this morning roast oh scented candle this it's the best thing that's the coffee one right yeah, it's the coffee one yeah, yeah morning one. morning roast yeah, yeah. That's solid. Uh, it's good. So check it out. Uh, Graced is great. They're on 8th Street. They've got a new addition, too, on top of that, man. They do. Yeah. yeah. The Co or next like that. door or the two doors down? I think it's two doors down. I think it's two doors down. Yeah. Not three doors down. That's a really good rock band. Yeah. Two doors down. Um, <laughs> Sandy, <laughs> should call, they should call it two doors down. Sandy, you got a, you got a favorite thing about fall? Do you like fall? Uh, I like the candy for trick-or-treating. There you go. That's always good. What, what's your favorite candy? Peanut butter cups. Solid. Yeah, that's solid that's a good. That's a good answer. What kind of candy do you hand out? <laughs> Peanut butter cups. Peanut, okay. <laughs> All right. See, All that's right. that's pretty. I don't know if I could like hand out Twixes. You know. Do you not like Twixes? No, I love Twix. Oh, that's okay. The that's the reason. Can I give up the Twix? It should really be mine. I know. You know, it's my house. I try not to eat like too much candy, but man, my my wife bought Skittles to hand out. 
She put it on the top shelf. She put it on the top shelf. Now she'll know if I like I take it down, you know. But uh, love Skittles. Big Skittles guy. Yeah. Like Marshawn Lynch. Uh, so you, were you a big trick-or-treater, though, Sandy, when you yes, were a Yes, I was. When Until- did you stop going trick-or-treating? Uh, me and my friends, probably 17. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but that was for adult trick-or-treating. We would have our friends get together, little bottle of booze. Oh, sure. my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That sounds sure. pretty fun. So that oh, made yeah. fun. Back then it was legal, so it was right. totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I keep Sandy, Sandy's not that old, but you, you, were, getting there. you were around when the drinking age was 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, when did you stop going to trick or treating? Uh, jeez, uh, I maybe stopped going before high school for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think yeah. I went like ironically once in high school, uh, but I kind of I, I kind of stopped going in middle school. I feel yeah. like I think I think eighth grade's the last year you can realistically do it without it being yeah. weird. It's just like we know why you're here. Like right. you're not really celebrating the event. You just want sugar because yeah, you know. And then there was always like that high schooler just like threw on their football jersey and was like, oh, "I'm a football yeah. player." Yeah. And they're like, oh, I "Put put forth go. a little bit of effort." Bro. Right, like. At least get a mask or something. I don't know. It's like, I'm a football player. You know, you, I've seen you play. <laughs> <laughs> not, not much. Right. <laughs> We're in the same grade, bro. Okay. <laughs> don't come over to my house and ask me for candy. Yeah, please don't. Uh, so I realize um, I don't listen to our episodes very often. Um, I listen to them when I edit them. I don't really listen after that. Right. Even though you and I are just amazing to listen to. I don't know. I wouldn't want to listen to us all day. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna have to ask your <laughs> sister-in-law as <laughs> she'll listen to us at like two times speed. Right. <laughs> we're just gonna have a fan. Um, I realized that I was gonna, uh, I was gonna talk about something I never did. I given you like two choices, but I gave you the illusion of choice. Um, and it was nuns and school. And and you would pick nuns initially, but I wanted you to really pick school because it was yeah. A school. Are we doing nuns today? We're doing doing nuns today. Oh, nice. Right. So um, I went to a Catholic uh, grade school. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, until like third grade, my parents got divorced. We moved to Plymouth, and I started going to a broke uh, a Lutheran school. Whatever. Uh, so I never really got to deal with nuns very often. Um. I even I like I feel horrible. I don't remember who the sister was that was there, but she never wore a habit, so I don't know. Um, so th- this doesn't have to deal with a, a nun that I have at all. So it's actually a deal with with music. So um, there's this old, not really old, but a, a kind of a pop punk band that I know of called Death Cab for Cutie. Mm. You know mm-hmm. the band I'm talking about? Yeah, they got some good stuff ish. And they have this uh, song called "I Will Follow You Into the Dark." Oh yeah, which is, you know, it's I don't I don't really know what it's I don't know what the song tries to be. It's a good song. I like the song. It's like romantic, you know, like romantic, like end of life for this guy's lover, and you know, it's gonna be okay because he's gonna die sometime soon anyway, so they'll be together. I don't know, but there's a there's a there's a I think it may be the second. Stanza, I call it stanza first, second first, sure. <laughs> um, where 
he's talking about being in in Catholic school, and the nuns are ruling the school like with this Roman, like um, vicious as Roman rule is the, is the line from the song. But um, he says that this this nun is talking to him about about love, and she says that fear is the heart of love. And his response is, so I never went back. Hmm. So there's this now, and I've listened to that song a, a lot. Um, I also knew it a lot, heard it a lot in college, heard it a lot. Even now when I became, I was, I was used to listen to that and be like, yeah, what does that nun know? Fear. Fear is not a part of love at all. And then like, now I've listened to it in the past couple of years. I'm like, yeah, but she's right. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but because now the nun maybe in this song didn't do a good job of catechizing. Um, but there's this, there's this, and especially we're, we're around Halloween. So we're thinking about, you know, spookiness and fear or whatever. So right. this one made me think of it. But this idea of fear, isn't the fear of like, you know, you've got some, toxic relationships you're you're afraid of the person and there's a there's a different kind of fear we talk about the lord we talk about god Mm -hmm. a fear of the lord fear of the lord is a um i think elizabeth's gonna kill me it's a either a fruit of the holy spirit or a gift of the holy spirit i can't remember oh boy i'm sorry (laughs) for showing my youngness um but the idea of, of fear of the lord isn't that we are afraid of god right um but that we are afraid of being separated from him. Right. And that is the fear that comes along with love. Because again, love in many different forms, right? We have four types of love and the greatest love is sacrificial love. When we talk about that sacrificial love that we should have for the Lord, that fear of the Lord that we have is a fear of being separated from him. Mm-hmm is a fear of being separated from that which we love. Not in a stage five clinger, as we used to call them. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't leave me. But a there is an ultimate good here, and I don't want to be separated from this. And as we go into, you know, uh, this, this short time, as we get into um, the last kind of weeks of ordinary time, we're reminded of, um, judgment day we're reminded of the end of the world we're reminded of the end of time um, that this is a reality for all of us that at the end of our life is going to come and we need to make that choice in our life now you know do we fear being separated from the lord because at the end of the day that's what hell is hell is a separation from the lord right. and that's something that we choose god doesn't right. send anyone to hell we choose to be separated from God. And that's a, a healthy fear that we need to have. Not that God is going to punish us, but that his justice is perfect. And if you don't choose him here, um, he's going to allow you to not choose him later on. So I don't want to start by being melancholic about that, but I think it's important. I think there's a there's a piece to that as well, knowing that I don't want to be apart from God. Right. Yeah, and I, I I agree. I think that also, um, you know, I've had many many priests um, uh, explain to me too that when we go to confession and when we kind of reestablish that connection, you know, um, if there's 
a heavy sin on our heart. We've broken that. We've been separated. You know, it's not to say that that separation can't be mended, um, but that it um, confession allows that to be mended. Um, and I think that's the beauty of it. It's the beauty of our the sacrament of reconciliation. So let's run. Let's let's run to the run to the sacrament of confession. Um, so Sandy, we didn't forget about you. I promise. I hope not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you've been sitting there so patiently, so nicely. Uh, so thank you so much again for being here. Um, so uh, I don't know much uh, about you. You're one of our lovely um, hospitality ministers yes. at the six thirty p.m. mass. Big fan of that mass. Good. Yeah, it's been there quite often. Ten out of ten. A plus. Well done. Um, so, I don't know if that that's kind of where you where you want to um, start, but I, I you haven't been doing that for a long time, right? It would it would be a year. A year, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, so, you did you grow up Catholic? Yes. Were you created Catholic? Yes. So, um, where did you, where did you grow up? I grew up in a little place called Maple Grove. And then after that, we moved to Reedsville. Yeah, Reedsville. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wh- which one is Reedsville again? Is that the one that's a little west of here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. And then, um, so, kind of talk about um, what what was your what was your experience of religion while you were at home? What was well, your experience of the church while you were at home? Brought up Catholic. Went to the Catholic school through eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Went to church every day back then with. With the school, and then on the weekend, of course, mom and dad, you're going to church, <laughs> <laughs> and that continued every week mm-hmm. through my senior year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was there a um, was there a kind of a, a a Catholic component to your to your home life? Not really. Not really. So no. it was just it was just kind of a you know you're at school you're going to be going to church on weekends we go to church. Yeah, pretty and much. And there wasn't really much in the, um, like in the household. Did you like praise a family? Basically, no. No. There was really not. No. Okay. Um, so. It was mainly, you're going to church, you're going to confession, mm-hmm. but there was no like anything else. Wasn't okay. a whole lot of family prayer established. Mm, no. 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 Um, so. Uh, you me- you mentioned that that you went to you went to church kind of every week, every weekend until your senior year. So you kind of stop, yeah, at your senior. So what does that, what does that look like? Why why is that? Why are you stopping there? What's going What's going on? Okay, well I couldn't find a job around our area, so a friend of mine is like, come to Indiana, a lot of jobs. So I went there. Three days later, I had a job. So. I'm 19 years old, out of the house, do what I want. But actually, I did go to church on my own. I think it was that mentality that you have to go to church. Mm. I was making the decision, I'm going to go to church. And that's what I did for maybe two years. Mm. And then the drinking came. And, yeah. Sure. So um, what were you doing when you were in Indiana? I worked at a factory. We made, uh, what did we make? Seats for the RV. Oh. Yeah, it was big time there. 
the RVs, the trailer houses. Oh, that, those. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's where the jobs were. Where was it? Where in Indiana? I lived in Shipshawana. Shipshawana. Ship- I've, I've heard of that. You've never heard, heard, heard of that? No, I haven't. <laughs> no, I feel like I have heard of that. Yeah. I don't know why I've heard A of lot that. of tours are taken up there with the Amish people. Okay. Is there, there's a, is there an Amish settlement, Amish settlement? Yeah, there? it's actually a big uh, tourist area now. Wow, okay. Yeah. There's, um, there's an Amish community near Reedsville, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> if you couldn't get away from them. Uh, yeah. yeah. I remember the first morning hearing that click, 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 clap of the horses. Oh, sure. Yeah. I look out the window. It's like, oh, my God, where am I? You know? <laughs> It was just comical, but after a month, I got used to it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so you're you're working at a factory. Uh, two years, you're going you're going to church. So, what what is happening? Um, you're not you're not that old, but you are you are old enough to be like the 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 drinking age was eighteen, right? right. When you were when you were eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so. What what did that look like? Was it a, an access thing, like a I can drink now, so I'm going to kind of thing? Because that's, I mean, you, John, you could probably attest this. Like when you turn 21, mm. um, you know, you're like, oh, I can, I'm gonna drink because I can. You know, sure. I can finally go out to the bars. I can finally, you know, I can finally partake in this. Right. Um, is that what it was kind of like? Well, for Indiana, you? it was dry Sunday. You couldn't buy alcohol on Sunday. It was mm-hmm. one thing, but I believe our drinking age there was 21. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And, Stay long, sure. And then that's where the two years was, you know, that not much drinking. But then when I turned 21, watch out. <laughs> yeah, there. that's when it started. So... Um, why why did it start what was it because you could so yes. you did yes and all my friends there did it was a fitting in okay you know i didn't know anybody except my roommate well she moved on so i was pretty much left to fend for myself mm-hmm. yeah so it was around that time that she said that you had stopped going to to weekly mass on Sundays. right right now what is the next how many years look like? Well, then from then, thirty years, no church, no nothing. Yeah. So, so why why do you think that was? Because um, when you had initially moved, um, you're like, oh, I'm gonna go because that's that's what I'm I, I know I'm supposed to go. Mm-hmm. What what changes that all of a sudden you're making the choice not to go? Uh, I really don't want to say this, but I got a DUI. Okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. So it made it hard to get to church. Mm-hmm. Oh, that way. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Were there a lot of, probably not a lot of Catholic churches in Indiana at the time? At there, no. Just no. the one. Just, just okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so um, that goes on for, th- for 30 years then. Yeah, yeah. So when you're able to drive again, you're just out of the habit. Yeah, pretty much, you know. And then about that time, I did move back to my parents' house in Wisconsin here. Okay. Um, My grandpa died the year before, 
And I thought, what the heck am I doing here in Indiana? So I got a job and moved on back. And what year, and how old were you when you moved back? I was 27, I think. Okay. Because I was in Indiana for four and a half years. Okay. So it was a little different moving back in mommy and daddy's house. Mm -hmm. And, you know, them here, you know, nobody goes to church, da da da, you know. But the more that was told to me, the more I didn't want to go. And I just would tell my mom, you know, it's so boring. It's the th same readings year after year, day after day. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing changes. Mm -hmm. That was my big deal. I was bored. Yeah. <laughs> even at um, even at twenty-seven. Yeah. Because okay. drinking overtook my life. You sure. know, everything was drinking. So what? Um, what made it go from a? Because it kind of sounds like it's not a social thing anymore. It's a, it's an actual deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's what's the elevation? How do we go from, well, socially drinking with our friends to, you know, it's overtaking your life as you're saying. That's a hard one. Uh, I lived above a bar, so that really helped. <laughs> you know, and everybody came up after the bars. You know, party by Sandy, um, and it just kept going. Did you at least um, make money off of those? You get a cover charge or what? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, it just overtook my life. My bills weren't being paid. And like they say, you got to hit rock bottom. Mm. Okay. And that I did. I was losing my mom and, you know, family and uh, my job. I was just about being, you know, were you doing the same yeah. kind of thing when you came back to Wisconsin? Uh, yeah, for a while, until I found a different job. But um, as I seen with the rock bottom, mine was I drank a lot so I could speak my mind. I was shy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and uh, when I drank, I was bold. Okay. Until I told a friend of mine exactly what I thought of him. Okay. But I don't remember saying it. Oh, okay. And that, besides my, everybody's leaving me, I'm going to lose my job if I don't watch out. I went downstairs to the bar one day. I said, I'm getting drunk tonight, and I quit. And lo and behold, I did. Wow. Very yeah, cold. on my own, no, no help from anybody. So the first month when I heard everybody in the bar below me I was up there crying why do I have this problem but um yeah it was rough but at that point I still thought I didn't need, need God that didn't do it mm. you know uh, there's you know a couple other things that I thought I did on my own uh, such as um like a one-hour work comp issue. Mm, okay. You know, we went to a hearing. I won, and I thought, oh, I did a real good job. <laughs> I, I, mm -hmm. not God, I. Mm -hmm. But then when my neck issue came about where I couldn't work, there was something missing. It's like, 
what am I going to do? But it's like everything I try is not working. So that is where I came across EWTN. I start watching their church, and it's like, wow. Look what I've been missing again. But it's like I get anxiety. I'm not, I can't go to church. That was my head. I can't. Well, then uh, one master is a father, Wade. Wade, yeah. And uh, he was hardly ever there being a priest of that mass. But that day, week, he was. And every day, like he was talking to me, watching church on TV is fine if you're homebound. It is not to be replaced by, mm. you know, going to church every week and the fellowship with others. And then confession, how important that was. And every day and every day he kept talking. And it was like he was talking to me. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna give church a try. But it didn't happen. Three months went by, the anxiety, it's like, you know, I, I couldn't. What do you think you're anxious about? Uh, I don't know. It, yeah. it, I have a hard time with people. You know, sure. I, I am very, very nervous. Um, you wouldn't know that at if you're at 630 <laughs> Mass. <laughs> um, yeah, once I overcame the shyness, mm -hmm. and I tell you what, after... I'll probably start crying here. After my mm -hmm. time with Father Bill. Father, he, B Father Bill Evans? Yeah. Yeah. God bless Father Bill Evans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I let him know to this day how thankful I am. I even messaged him last night mm -hmm. telling him that I'd be doing this tonight. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so, awesome. I mean, that's all I needed was Father Bill mm -hmm. and the one priest at EWTN. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, so, so, um, so that, that that's really great, and I, I'd I'd love to come back to that. But I I, I do want to address just one thing that I find so incredible. Um, you have this drinking problem, which you recognize as a problem. Praise God. Um, but then you have this this ability to stop, and this ability to not fall back into it. And this is an incredible, this is an incredible amount of willpower. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where the heck does that come from? It's, it's, I mean, if I think if we would take a hundred alcohol addicts and say, "Hey, you know, how many times have you tried stopping?" I think every, I think uh, probably ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people who are addicted to alcohol will tell you that they tried to stop once. They try to stop twice. They try to stop three times. Um, what was it that allowed you to quit just cold turkey like that and have the willpower to not go back? Well, it was either that or lose my family, lose my friends, lose my job. I picked to quit drinking. And uh, yeah, I don't know how I made Made it through that. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. But I think now, going back to church and understanding more things, 
it was very sad. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Big time. I didn't know it back then, mm. but yeah. I think God definitely does work. And the only reason I kind of bring it up is because um, I've, I've been in that, in that situation. When I came back to the church, there were, I dealt with a couple of sins that weren't super great. Um, definitely not sins that, that I'm, I mean, never proud of sins, but definitely some problems, sins that I had, some addictions that I had. And, um, when I was getting ready for my first reconciliation after 17 years, um, I had to go through and, and look up, you know, like, what am I trying to, what am I going to confess here? Because I need to make a list. (laughs) Um, and I, and I was scrolling through, uh, list of moral sins and you know I recognize I'm like oh that's there that's there you know um and it was just kind of that was a that was a, a a gut check of a you're making a decision between this thing and and God you know in your in your situation you're you're choosing between drinking and your family the things that you love right and there's kind of going back to, to the beginning, we're going to that, that fear of being separated from the things that we love. And by the grace of God, I also found that same willpower to cut cold turkey. I'm not doing this again. I've never done it again. Um, and it's just, it w- it's a recognition of this is the thing that I'm doing. This is the, this is how it's affecting those that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is definitely a, a, a grace of God. Right. Um, so you find this amazing willpower. Um, and kind of like, I think it's kind of cool. We, when we had Deacon Mike on, he said that he kind of went it through a conversion through radio. Right. And now we have Sandy on. You've, you've kind of found this conversion right, through, right. through TV. I, I think that's great. They were finding good pieces of how God is working even through media. Right, because I think a lot of times we hear that social media is, is which I mean, social media is trash. Yeah, but but media itself can be can be utilized um, in great productive ways. I think, Um, uh, you know, God moves with the times, Mm -hmm. so uh, there are there are good ways to uh, spread the message. I mean, we're using media right now, right? So hopefully, this is a productive thing. But yeah, yeah, I do find that I do find that pretty interesting that uh, it was EWTN. Is that yes? Yeah. Other Angelica, right? Uh, when she was alive, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're making this amazing progress, but you're still trying to to work yourself back into the church, right? So how do you address? Because um, you said you're a shy person. You used to use drinking to get over that shyness. Yeah. So how do you get through the shyness to go back to church now without alcohol? Well, that was no problem. I oh, really? don't know why. <laughs> but like I said, Father Bill really helped me. You know, because I anxiety big time. Okay. And the advice he gave me was awesome. He says, I, I think you need a friend. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. thought, cool. I don't know anybody in, in church yet. You know, yeah. He says, ask your mother Mary to help. And it's like, oh my God. So on the way to church, I'd be talking to her. 
marry our mother. You know, mm -hmm. it's like I got nervous in church. I just looked over to the side, and that helped. Mm. Just a little thing like that. <clears throat> to recognize that we're not, we're not alone, and how great that is because Mary does truly bring us to to Jesus, Absolutely. and then. In a way, she was bringing you to Jesus because right. she was um, allowing you to not be alone or to to see that you weren't yes. alone, um, even if it did look like it. It wasn't. It wasn't actually the case. Right. right. Um, so you come back. You're starting to come back using these um, using these prayers to our to our mother to um, you know, visualization. To, to help you get over the shyness of coming back to church. Um, so uh, was it always a, was it pretty easy? I mean, mm, after that or? Not at first. Okay. No. It still took another good three months before I'd actually go week after week. Because I get in the car and I'm all nervous. Nope, can't do this again. You know, that happened for both mm, the first three months. But after that, it got a little easier. And next thing you know, COVID hit. Mm. And it's like, I'm doing so good. Right. And then COVID hits. Mm. So what could I do? I, again, relied on EWTN Mass and the weekly talk shows with Father Bill and Father Jose. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Breeze. That's why we're here, man. Yeah. yeah. Great times. I mean, not great times because we were separated from the church. But, yeah, but that, out, that was a nice, that was that was all, a nice thing. It was all dumb. Yeah. Yeah. But it gave me enough time to really look deep inside what 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 is stopping you. This, you know, why am I so anxious? So I just had to believe more in my heart that the Lord was with me. I have the grace of God in me, the Holy Spirit in me. When I learned about the Holy Spirit, that was a big one. Because mm. I could, I felt something here a long time, but then I realized that it was the Holy Spirit working in me. And I thought, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then when COVID was done, we could come back to church finally. It was probably a month. Yeah, probably a month, you know, went by. And I was at a 6.30 mass. And uh, Father Doug, he ended up handing out um, bulletins because there was nobody to hand them out except for Barb. And he, Father Bill, or not Father Bill, Father Doug was saying, we need more volunteers. Mm-hmm. I went home, and it's like, I could do that. But then I got scared. Mm -hmm. Then that anxiety come again. Mm -hmm. But then I said, I'll try it a week or two and see how it goes. Well, a year went by, I'm still there <laughs> every week. Mm -hmm. Well, one thing, Barb, she really made it easy for me, mm -hmm. you know. And as I felt more comfortable the louder I got, <laughs> you know, it was, I, it was fun. It was mm -hmm. fun to do that. 
once I met people and that was my goal, I wanted to meet people that believed what I believed. And uh, it's great right now. I'm mm-hmm. the happiest I've been in. Yeah. Probably forever. I just caught something that I just had the, the more um, I went, the more confident, and the more loud I got. You just said earlier that, you know, you'd, you'd used alcohol as being more bold. You know, mm-hmm. you liked who you were. You were not as anxious. Um, but it seems to me, like, just from t- hearing you talk about it, that now, instead of it being alcohol... It's being involved in the church that has allowed you to feel less anxious right. and has allowed you to feel um, more bold. I yep. guess you could just, you could say. And right now, it's like I have people that know me by name at yeah. church, and I don't even have my own <laughs> name tag yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, every week, I try to meet, you know, get a name of one more person mm. and. The next week, hopefully remembering, but I, you know, but, um, yeah, now I want to be more involved in the church and I'm ask my mom, all I do is talk about church. You know, it used to be other mm-hmm. things, you know, but it's church. I think she gets sick of me, <laughs> but it's, it's my life mm-hmm. right now. I, I've made a comment to her lately. I said, uh. I'm not living for the earthly things now. It's for eternity I'm thinking about. For the heavenly things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and then I learned too, you know, with all the pain I have, yeah, we didn't get into any of that, but that's okay. But I just live with a lot of pain um, physically. And I think it was the EWTN guy. They were talking about Give your pain to God and do something good for somebody else. Take that pain for the good of somebody else. And that helped a lot too. You know, there's certain things I like to do that catch people off guard, but it also puts off, you know, a smile on their face. Mm -hmm. Like when I buy a lottery ticket, (laughs) I give the worker a dollar ticket. Oh, that's awesome. You know, mm-hmm. and the one guy told me he won $2. And I'm like, well, give a dollar t- ticket to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, put a smile on their, their face. You know, it's mm-hmm. I amazing like, what spreading kindness can do. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. the small things. And, mm-hmm. you yep. know, if everyone did a small thing every day, you know, how, how great it would be. You know, all those small things add up and. Now everyone's helping each other out. There's a lot of goodness to be said, especially like you mentioned that um, you live with some pain. Um, There are a lot of saints who offered their pain, that suffering to our Lord. I think of um, St. Francis, St. Francis with the, with the stigmata and the voluntary poverty. I mean, happy uh, St. Francis feast day. Today. Oh, yeah. 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 It's the feast day of our our parish, St. Francis. Um, Patron saint of, you guessed it, radical poverty. Yep. That's right. Not just animals. Um, He probably smelled like animals, for Mm. sure. Mm. St. Fred's radical radical poverty gave everything. If he would get something, he'd give it away. Um, Love St. Francis. 
um, I think of um, one of our Edge Saints this year, uh, and I'm going to butcher your name, and Elizabeth's going to kill me for it. Um, Blessed Kiara, Kiara uh, Luce Badano. She's a more modern modern yes. saint. Um, also, Blessed Carlo Acutis, um, who Elizabeth and I, or Elizabeth loves to say, like, if he were alive, he'd only be 31. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's already a saint. Um, both both of those um, say, I'm gonna, I was going to call them kiddos, they're saints. Um, especially uh, Blessed Chiara would, um, she dealt with, I, it was one of those aggressive forms of cancer. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I know who you're talking maybe about. Le- a, maybe leukemia or something. Yeah, like I believe that. it was leukemia. Wanna, um, but like her, her hair would fall out in chunks as she was going through um, chemo and she would off, whenever she would get like a chunk of hair out, she would offer it um to Jesus to unite that to her su- mm. her suffering to to his and both of those both of those saints died very very young um and I think it's it, it's so incredible that at that age to recognize um that uniting suffering that, that just any any suffering um can be united to our Lord that suffering is just a part of our lives because it's it's really hard when things are difficult or when things are going poorly to find our Lord and to give him thanks. I think of just like, there's a, you know, a lot of jokes are there about guys being babies when they're sick, uh, <laughs> which is totally true. I am, <laughs> I'm laughing. I am, like, I am the big, like I will have like, um, pain in my, you know, if I hurt my shoulder, like st- over stretching, it's not like I'm going to the gym and like, lifting a bunch of like overstretching um but like i'll have pain i can deal with pain no no problem um you know i could deal with it um i thought i had to get like one of my wisdom teeth removed um uh, but but i like missed out on the appointment because i had to stay late for school or something but um i just kind of like didn't go back and just dealt with the pain till it went away (laughs) which isn't good (laughs) um but like I get sick and it's like it's the the world needs to end. This is awful. Um and it's I, I find myself even when I'm like sick that I'm like, oh I don't really want to pray. Like you know, this this really sucks what I have to give thanks for and I like catch myself, I'm like, This is the stupidest thought I've ever had in my entire life. Mm. Oh my goodness, you baby, you have a sniff you've got the sniffles. <laughs> get over <laughs> it. <laughs> get over it, you pile of uh loser for the day. Um I, but even in the in the minor inconveniences, we don't we, we don't feel great, or we feel sad, or we feel depressed, or um, I even think you know when we lose a loved one, um, or at a funeral, it's so hard to give glory to God, to give thanks to God, um, because in that moment we're mega uber weak, because we're we're an emotional state, and that's where God works the most in us. And I think for your story, Sandy, I think. That's when God got you is when you were at your lowest because you had to be your most vulnerable. Right. Um, and you're just looking for anything. And um, God will give you just a little bit. And if you take it, you're his. That, mm. right. That's it. Um, as we talked about last time, you know, God being the relentless father. Right. Um, that he was truly relentless after you, you know. Right. You were gone. You were away from the church for thirty-four years. Yep. 
That's a long time. That's a long time. That's a long time. I thought 17 years was a lot. 34 years is a long time. Double that. Double, Double it. 17. Double it. 34 years. That's longer well, than you're you. Well, you're young, yeah. Yeah, it's longer than you and I have been alive. 34 yeah. years. Um, that even after 34 years, he was relentless in in getting you. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm very happy. <laughs> like I say, I think this has been the happiest I remember being. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned like you want to get um, more involved in the church. Are yes. you are you looking at, at doing some some um, other stuff or? Well, I know the rummage is coming up pretty soon. I'll probably volunteer for that. You know, that's good. Those um, those ladies definitely need some extra help and then some there, stuff up. Then there was the uh, the warming house. Oh yeah, yeah. I went to that meeting and I. I'll probably sign up. You know to do something for that but that's awesome yeah if you know anything else let me know there's always opportunities everywhere i feel like uh so many we have like like i've said multiple times in this podcast that we have so many volunteer opportunities um many different ministries that um if you can think about it we probably have it and if we don't have it then we can do it reach out i mean never thought you and i would be doing a podcast until we had an idea and it's like Let's do it. And yeah, but the podcast we were going to do was way worse. Yeah, our idea was worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is way, better, is way better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm glad we... Cameron and John complained about crap for two hours probably wouldn't have been as, <laughs> as yeah. interesting. Um, yeah, there, there's... um, You know, you and I were... We were talking off air. Um, there are lots of music ministries you can be in, especially like choirs. Especially like if you don't like if you're not comfortable enough, like John, your sister in law or um, you know, our our buddy Brandon, um, who are who are cantors who sing by themselves. Like if you just want to be in a choir, I know um Miss Michelle, um who who we've had on the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, has a women's choir. Um they typically sing for the Marshall nine thirty though. Um, I don't think they would want me. No, <laughs> is that <laughs> No, they wouldn't want me. Maybe Ter- they do. Terrible singing voice. Oh. <laughs> the, the nice thing about choirs, and I'll have you know, as when I was in middle school, uh, I was the only boy in a choir of 26. Wow. Um, now, there are two reasons for that. One, um, because I didn't want to do the other class. Because there was you had a choice. There was either current events, which you know, I just took a quiz on current events oh. every day. Or a choir. Oh, choir. Two, I was like, wait, you're telling me I could be the only guy with 25 other girls? <laughs> Bro, so I went to nursing school. me up. <laughs> no, I'm so good. Um, that's not true. I'm, I'm pretty sure in eighth grade I still thought girls were icky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, my, my sister's kind of getting to that age now. Um, she's 11 uh, now. Um, I, I, I'm going to tell her boys are icky forever. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. I, I think I'll tell her boys are icky <laughs> until she becomes a cloistered nun. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We call. never have to worry about it. And then it's like, like, oh, too late. <laughs> uh, the problem is she's not, she's, uh, she goes to Lutheran school, actually the Lutheran school that I went to. Um, but it does neither, neither here or there. I don't even remember what you're talking about. Oh yeah, uh, being in choirs and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> choirs, yeah. yeah, choirs and stuff. You yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> choirs and stuff. I think um, you know, I, 
Um, I what I don't I don't think I'm a good singer. You and I have had this conversation before, John. Uh, both of our wives think we have good voices, and we don't. I have a what? I sing a lot. Okay, I think I have a lot of singing voice. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn. <laughs> but I'm a pretty solid singer. You could ask Michelle. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but you hate your own voice, though. Well, I, oh, I hate my own voice. Okay, great. Yeah, that's that's kind of everyone hard, hates their own voice when you right. hear it. That's why I don't. Oh yeah, that's yeah. why I hate listening to our. I listen to our podcast, but I'm like, oh, John, why <laughs> do you sound like that? Yeah, but I if you, know I hate to hear what I sound like. If you can be on this podcast, you can you can be acquired. But don't do anything you're not comfortable with. Um, you can always learn to be a sacristan. That's always really easy to do. I can do it, so I think you could do it. I suck, so. I like what I do. I like reading. <laughs> well, you know, you, you you know, if you ever want to be more involved, there's always um, there's always opportunities for when we do. I mean, you could even join the St. Clair Society. I thought about that. It's always a good option. That's yeah. Want to hang out with kids? We're always looking for no people to kids. <laughs> 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 no, 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 done. Nope. Students, no, thank you. I did school nope. once. Not doing no. it again. Uh-uh. <laughs> I ran into a student this weekend. Shout out to Ashley. Uh, at, She's uh, probably listening. Vin- I doubt it. Uh, St. <laughs> Vinny's. Um, you said you weren't, we were talking about very, you weren't a big fan of musicals. Um, and I'm going to tell you why. So Two Rivers. Um, rip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that I was a big fan uh, of musicals? No, that you're not. not you don't, you don't like good. musicals. Uh, so I was talking to the student. And she's telling me that she's going to do the musical. I'm like, that's phenomenal. I'm really happy to hear that. What are they doing? SpongeBob. Spo- oh, yeah. There's a musical. There's a SpongeBob musical. What is that? Apparently, it's actually decent. I doubt that highly. No, like, I'm not even joking. Apparently, it's decent. It was on Broadway, man. There's a what? Broadway musical. Yeah. Broadway, Broadway will put anything out now. I know. There's, like, a Shrek the musical. which actually is pretty solid. Actually, I'd watch um, that. Yeah. It's, my high school is doing it. I'm like, <sighs> Man, we got all the lame musicals. Like, I put on Footloose, which actually wasn't that lame. But then we did, like, Seussical, which is literally what you think Seussical it is. It's Dr. Seuss-themed. Yeah. It was awful. I was the Grinch. My skin was, like... You're the Grinch. I was, yeah. I was the Grinch, and I was also a... Sol- so, I had multiple roles in it. So, I was the Grinch, the main role. And then, when I wasn't the Grinch, I was also a dancer. So, I was a... A soldier and like a zookeeper or something like that, or a trapper. I forget what it's called. But Did you still have the green skin when you were doing that. Okay, no. So here's the thing. I started off green, then I had to change to not being green. Then I had to go back to being green. Then I had to go back to not being green. This is all during the show, by the way. Then I had to end being green. So I had like take. I had in my own corner. I told my choir teacher or the. Uh, um, I guess probably company teacher. I was like, hey, I need my own corner. Like, if I'm doing this many dressing changes, I'm not being... I was kind of a diva, man. I was like, I gotta I gotta be in this... Have my own area. And I would just... It was... My, my skin... I tell people... People... Like, students in class would be like, dude, are you feeling okay? I'm like, yeah, why? Like, your skin... <laughs> little yellow there. I'm like, yeah. That's because... It was it wasn't green. I looked yellow because something underneath. I don't know something <laughs> in the. Yeah, no, I did. I did for like a solid week because we did the musical for a week and uh, yeah, 
Musical, musical, man. So not a fan of musicals, not Sandy, but uh, no. concerts. You said you were a yes. big fan of. Yep. Do you have a favorite show that you've been to? Oh yeah, yeah. Bon Jovi. Bon, yeah, bon Jovi. Jovi. Oh yeah. How many times have you seen him? Oh, and we got over it. ten. Over ten over, times. Over ten. Anytime times? they're around me, wow. my Bon Jovi sister, her name is Tammy. Uh huh. We always had to go together. Yeah. Wow. John Bon Jovi. John yep. Bon Jovi. What a name. That John ain't his bon real Jovi. name. Yeah. Is that his real name? No. No, definitely not. Oh, okay. Dumb question. It's Bon Jovi, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh. John Bon Jovi's way better yeah. than Bon Jovi. Yeah. Um, so is that, he's like, he's your top, top 10? Yep. Easy. Top, top one, three. Yeah. Top three. You ever see anybody else? Oh, uh, yeah. Plenty. ACDC. Oh, okay. They put out a good show. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, I bet. That was earlier too. That was probably twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. I started listening to them, man. I, I, I. My wife will tell you there'll be like there, there. There's times when I go in a kick where I'm like, I want to get into classic rock because everybody around me seems to like it. I, I just want to. I'll, I'll listen to it too, and I, I try to, but it's just it's. It's 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 just not for you, man. No, it's just the same thing. It's just not for you. Like it's just. It's I don't listen to classic like, rock. I don't it, know sometimes. Like the don't get me like the instrumental. I'm a I'm big fan of the guitar. I'm a big fan of you know the 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 riffs and the the solos that they're putting out there. But like lyrically, not clever. Just awful. I feel like the shows would be fun though. Yeah, yeah, oh God, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't like just. So John Bon Jovi, sure ACDC. Who is your next third? Oh, I would have to say maybe like Def Leppard, Def Motley Crue. Okay. Oh, okay. Motley wow, Crue. Motley Crue, nice. Yeah. All right, all them good eighties bands. Yeah. Big hair. Oh God, yeah. Do you see ever Beautiful see hair. you ever see Kiss? That's one I never seen. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Was it was the was the who's the other big one? In the uh, I don't know why I'm asking you. Do I you don't know? know why you're asking me, man? You know? In the eighties? Yeah. I don't know. There was a one other know. Oh like Journey? Yeah. Was Journey eighties? My mom yeah. my yeah. mom <laughs> fun fun story. Back when Summerfest was like not what it is nowadays. Back when it was just like dirt road, a t- couple tents, and then like you know. It just wasn't what it is now. Um, Journey was playing there. And my mom, like, hung out backstage with Journey. It was just super chill. It was like, yeah, she was, yeah. Yeah, just for one after the show one day. From what, I heard, what I, from what I've heard about your mom, uh, I believe that. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> she li- loved to live in the moment and uh, very amazing, faithful woman. But, uh, yeah, she... Uh, yeah, she just was like, yeah, yeah. I just went back to stage. Just hung out. Wow. I was like, oh, that's casual. <laughs> but that's how it was, though. That's how sure. it was, though. Sure. She wasn't like a roadie or anything like that. She wasn't like, a, yeah, we follow those people. And she just was like, yeah, we went back there and it was super chill. That, that would never happen at Summerfest nowadays. Now there's like oh, no, way too would, much security. You would, you would get taken Yeah, it was. Yeah, this was back when like there wasn't even, like there was a single beer tent and it was just like a folding table and then like a keg. And it was like, Here, here's our beer tent. 
Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, you got to wait like 30 minutes in line for a overpriced Miller Lite. Have you been to Summerfest recently? No. No? No. I I went, last time I went was 2014. 2014. And I was like, never again. Who'd you go see? I don't know. I was dating a girl who liked this like, I don't even know. I don't even remember his name. He was like a one hit wonder. And it was so, oh man, there was so many better bands that night. But I was like, okay, if you really want to go, I'll go see this guy who was a one hit. And that was the last time I went. Yeah. I was like, I can't anymore. Yeah. I would maybe go if there was somebody I was really interested in seeing. Yeah. But uh, it's just not for me, you know? Yeah. It's great people watching, though. That and State Fair. It's great people watching. Yeah. I've only been to Summerfest once. Um, I can't remember if I told the story on the podcast. Um, <laughs> so I don't, I, uh, I used to, there's, there's, there's a couple of podcasts in my life that I've like really, really listened to. And like one of the, one of the guys at one of the, ep- the podcasts I was listening to, they would always say like, oh, I can't, I can't remember if I've told the story in the podcast before. I'm like, how do you not remember if you've told the story of the podcast before? We are 11 episodes in. I can't remember. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the the my girlfriend at the time, her best friend went to um, NYU, and uh, her roommate was um, Rin Weaver. Heard of her? No. I don't think so. She had like a couple a couple of indie hits. Okay. Uh, she was playing Summerfest. Um. So like, oh yeah, we want to go see her. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> not really <laughs> she's on a side stage whatever um so we go there and there's there's this this stage is like packed with people like i i like her music but like i didn't know this many people liked her music and then we saw one of my buddies one of the one of the guys in my fraternity i'm like what are you doing here he's like oh i'm here to see i'm here to see uh paris hilton I'm like what <laughs> what she was on stage before DJ Paris Hilton. Oh my gosh, I remember when Paris Hilton was there. <laughs> so all these people weren't here to see Rin oh, Weaver. Um, who I'm, I don't want to disparage Rin Weaver. She's got some okay Indians. Yeah. Um, they're all there to see she, DJ but, Paris but Hilton. Indie music was the opener to DJ Paris Hilton. Yeah, to G- that's that is total opposite. Right. I could not think of a more opposite genre. Of DJ music. Essentially just mixing. She's she's hitting play on an iPod. There's no way, dude. And and indie music. I could not. She has a show where she makes breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's on Netflix or whatever. It's like Paris Hilton does breakfast. What? And she just. It's like a cooking show, but it's like not because. Paris Hilton, what does she care? I mean, like, good for her, I guess. I, I yeah, I mean, make your money, girl. Yeah. But like, I guess I people <laughs> spend time when I watch Paris Hilton cook. Just uh, breakfast, though. Just breakfast. The, easy, the easiest. <laughs> stuff. Do you do you cook a lot, Sandy? No, no, not too much. Uh, do you have a favorite uh, restaurant or anything you like uh, to frequent, or you got a frequent? We usually like to go to Four Seasons. Okay. Them okay. kind of places. Sure, sure. You ever been to uh, the Green Room? What is it called? Green Eighth Green Some Green Eighth Street Green What? 
Green that? Street. Green Street. Yep. Yeah. You you like that oh, place yeah. too? For Friday, not Buffy, Friday Perch. Sure. Mm. Mm. Good old, yeah. yeah. Not good old Friday Fish Fry. One thing that I, uh, I appreciate about Wisconsin culture, um, and if you listen to this podcast and you don't get that I'm a traditionalist, or I have a lot of traditionalist leanings, um, I do like the olden days mm. a little bit. Uh, there's something I could really appreciate about those, like, back in the day, right? Like my uh, day? My sure, days. yeah, like like your days. Uh, like supper clubs. Yeah, those, yeah. I like like you, sub, you I all like get together in this like community and like mm-hmm. you, know, you have you have dinner together in an establishment and yeah you got some you it's just kind of like people and, and and good food yeah you like supper clubs yeah. you like the style of supper clubs yeah kind of yeah. but too many people oh sure, yeah. sure. oh sure yeah because it's just oh. for supper everyone's there mm-hmm. I like a good supper club yeah steak i don't eat steak very often sure except from a supper club which again isn't very often hence why it's a treat i always feel bad uh or i feel like not a real man when like i'll order a steak and i can't tell if it's good or not Mm. like it's always good yeah because it's steak but you know when there's a bad steak i don't know i've never had a bad steak it's not like i'm going to like not salted yeah can't like no juice coming out it's, it's a like, hockey puck but like who goes to okay one one thing i will give is like if you go to steak if you get a steak and you're well done stop <laughs> stop it get some stop help it. get some help <laughs> <laughs> that thing is done it was done about eight minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> i want it to be on the borderline of it's still mooing Oh, I'm not. I'm a medium. I'm a guy. medium rare guy, but medium like also rare. like a little bit more than that. It's fine. Um, my grandfather, um, rest in peace. Um, he was a big fan of cannibal sandwiches. Yeah. Of what? Can, they call it cannibal sandwiches. I love these. So you got it's it's rye bread. Okay. Um, onion. Yeah. And uh, ground beef. Dude, oh, yeah. raw, 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 raw though, bro. They're raw, good. <laughs> raw ground beef. Yeah, eighty percent lean. Dude, the healthcare professional me is just like having anxiety attacks. I have it once a year at, uh, on Christmas, and that's it, baby. Does your stomach hate you after? No, no. it's really? good. Yeah, Sandy knows it's. I up. remember that now. You I... like sushi, John? No, that's why. <laughs> That's because I've never had a raw beef sandwich. I know that's a thing, though. I've never had no. it. And I, ah, I, oh man, my saying about try everything once, mm, I don't know if I would. Maybe I'll, a, uh, maybe uh, a bite. When, when we get together uh, for for Christmas time no. this this year, John, now we'll, when you guys come over, a, uh, I'll, um, ha- I'll have it for you. You'll, you'll, you'll give it a shot. You'll have to try it. And when you fall in love with it, you can thank me later. Like, isn't it like, aren't you not supposed to eat raw beef? No. I thought you're not supposed to eat raw no, beef. No, you're not. You're yeah. not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe not, but I, I think um, I think you tell the butcher that it's for that. Oh, okay. I think they do something specific. That, that could also not be true. That could have just been something <laughs> yeah. my grandpa said to my parents to like get them. I think it has a, I think what I, if I recall this, like it has to be like, 
because I've read about this and I still can't get myself to do it. But I think they have to like you can't just like go to the store and like buy ground beef for this. I'm pretty sure it has to be like a certain process of a way to butcher it. I say yeah. I think it's like in uh, on top of that eighty percent lean or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I'll 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 have a bite. Yeah. And then you'll have another one. Another <laughs> That's one. right. That's right. Sam. Maybe I will. Gosh. I don't know. I still think it's a mindset. What's the weirdest though? thing you have eaten, Jen? I don't know. What is the weirdest thing? I don't know. What's the weirdest thing you've had? Uh, I got to think of this for a little bit. I don't know. Come back to me. I don't know. <laughs> Do you know the weirdest thing you've had? Probably that. Uh, no. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I, um, I've had like uh, cricket and stuff. Yeah, I've had uh, like most 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 like weird stuff would be like um would probably just be like seafood. Sure. You know, like raw seafood or whatever. I don't think it's like weird, but I've had different types of of like meats. So like it's not the weirdest thing. <laughs> like gator meat. I don't know, it's not that weird. But like I think I've had emu. Um not limu emu. <laughs> no. Oh man, that one's gonna be stuck on my head. And duck. <laughs> and duck. Uh yeah, I don't know what the weirdest thing I've ever had is. Yeah. Like I said, I usually try everything once, but <laughs> can't think of the weirdest thing I've ever had. Yeah. Me either. Shark? Shark. It's kinda of unique. Shark it's not weird. Yeah, it's not it's weird, just like unique. Like you don't have it every day. Um I don't know, like the weirdest tasting. My 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 parents must have raised me right because if it's food and if it's edible and it's in front of me, I'll eat it. I I will say the weirdest, like, as in I didn't like it and I thought it tasted weird was okra. Not a oh fan. sure sure yeah not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> so when I uh, when I was in college, <laughs> um, I was. Uh, I was like, I just like started dating this girl, um, and I uh, we went out to, anyway, it was like dinner or whatever, and I got um, I got some like they had this special for like fried octopus or fried squid or fried oh octopus, yeah, fried octopus. Yeah. Um, and like I'm like, oh yeah, I think you'd really like to you'd really like to try this, and then I realize after the this nice waitress brings it over. I'm look and I'm looking at the I'm looking at the girl I'm I'm with I'm like, oh she's a vegetarian. Oh no! <laughs> like oh. right when she like the waitress brings it over and puts it down I look at the girl I'm like oh yeah that's right you're a vegetarian. So did you eat all of it instead? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah man. Calamari right? Calamari. That's calamari. What it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah squid. I yeah think. I'm not paying Ooh. like sixteen bucks. I had calamari. I had calamari when I was like third grade. Not bad. It's not. It's good yeah. stuff. Um, speaking of weird stuff, um, International Food Fair is coming up. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Nice. November 5th, I think. Ooh. Um, Kali, sign-in auction, all that good stuff. Yeah. Make sure you're... Um, they sent out uh, Save the Dates. Like a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Do you... Um, how many how many weddings have you been invited? Sandy, I think it's a great question for you, too, because you've been okay. around longer than us. Um how many uh, weddings have you been invited to that you've been like, yeah, I'm not going to that? Quite a few. Yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, not many. There was, I mean, 
It's not that we didn't, and it's not like I was like, oh, I'm not going to that. But it was more so, uh, it was too far away. Sure. And then, or or conflicting dates or whatever. Yeah, yeah, not too many that I've been like, no, not going. (laughs) Like, I, like, I, uh, I've been to like, not been to, we haven't been to many weddings. We've, like, Elizabeth and I have been to your wedding. And it's yep. the only wedding, and, and her sister's wedding. Um, my sister-in-law, I know. Um, her wedding, we, we went to. My brother got married in secret, so we didn't get to go to his wedding. Yeah. Um, his wedding was so secret, my mom didn't even know. Wow. wow. Like, That's if you want to learn how to die, oh, get married without telling your mom. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but, like, we'll get wedding invitations. I'm just like, I just don't, I just don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> And I feel horrible because these are these are like my friends uh, who I either went to college with or I went to high school with, and they were at my wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just like, this is just an inconvenient day, and I'm not driving six hours. I'm not going to. That <laughs> <laughs> wedding coming up. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like I really love. I really love to go. We'll send you a gift, but like, I'm not taking the time for this. Not, I'm just not doing it. I'm not yeah. doing it. Anything just you know. And it's bad. I, it probably makes me sound like Jack Wigan, but like we made sure to go to yours. I appreciate it. For, for sure. I'm glad you're there. Yeah. Um, now that you, now that I know that that's like a thing, I'm like, I'm honored. Yeah, but, it's uh, just like, you know, you know I'll, I'll go to like to go a to wedding, wedding if I'm a really good friend. I just, you know, mm-hmm. if it's yeah. if it's out of my way, I'm not giving up my weekend for that, bro. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. It's a fun wedding. So I don't go to home. I was, at your, I was at your wedding. That was Laura and I's first wedding. Yeah. That we went to as a you're welcome dating, yeah. you're welcome. Yeah, yeah every every f- every couple uh, that was at our wedding is is uh, either engaged or married. That's actually kind that's of that's not true. No, okay. <laughs> I was like, if that's true, that's uh, that's, not, that's not true. That's, that's pretty not neat. True. That's not true. Yeah, um, that's not true. Yeah, that's not true. Um, well, um, Sandy, thank you so much for for being with us today. I know we didn't talk uh, a lot about you know no. you're. Your story is perfectly good. Um, we had a lot of nice time with just you know normal conversation after that. I think, I think that's good. I'm a big fan of that. Um, thank you so much for for coming out of your your shell. Kind of, I yeah. think there's definitely a, a step out of your comfort yeah, zone for sure. Definitely, you'll right. hear my voice. I imagine. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you did a great job, and we appreciate your um, openness. And uh, it's it can't be easy to be talk talking about things that make you feel vulnerable. Um, so we appreciate it, but, uh, it's been a lot of fun and I'm, I'm happy that, um, you now feel that your the church is your, um, your happy place. Yeah. Um, and just to be here doing this. Yeah. It, yeah. It helps. It'll awesome. be, uh, yeah. If, if God's got great plans for you. I can, I can tell. <laughs> If you can do it, anyone can do it. So if you want to be like Sandy, um, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> Thank you. I, I think I think you are a really great example. So I think if Sandy can do it, I think anybody can do it. So um, she stepped out of her comfort zone. If you want to be like Sandy, if you feel <laughs> the nudge to come tell your story, um, you can email us at humblyspeakingpod at gmail.com. I was just kind of talking to John a little bit off air. We've got uh, the next couple, the rest of the year we've got we've got booked out Um before we take, uh, we'll have one episode in December before we take a hiatus for the holidays. Uh, it's not something I want to deal with. Um, 
but we will we'll start back up in in January if yep. you want to um, you or if you or somebody you know you think would have a really great story would like to come on the show um, you can email us at humbly speaking pod at gmail.com we will hear your requests of course we are gonna still give pref- precedence pre- priority priority to yeah. those who are who are in our own parish I know there has some been some some people have reached out from other parishes we'd we'd love to have you in the show sometime but um, St. Francis does does get a little bit of priority so um, continue to send in those those requests continue to email us um, continue to please pray for us I I think I've seen some fruits of other people's prayers I I hope you've seen maybe the fruits of of our prayers because we definitely are praying for you um, Allah Father Mike Schmitz please we are praying for you please pray for us um, and I will see you next time I don't know how to end pra- praise be Jesus Christ Amen <laughs> Amen <laughs>